This episode brought to you by Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit. First, there was darkness. Then there, yeah, I still got shingles. Jesus of Nazareth! It's on its way out. Honestly, by the time this goes live, it might already be gone. But for the moment, I still got it. So I'm going to do at least one more of these audio-only reviews. Well, that's it. I'm picking a pretty good subject to talk about because the Three Stooges definitely soaks in a lot of visual humor. I was a huge Stooge head growing up, and oh, who am I kidding? I still am. I get the merchandise every once in a while, watch that long-ass documentary that came out years ago and wasn't bored by a second of it. And of course, love watching their old shorts. But funny enough, I never did check out the 2012 movie. Maybe because, funny enough, everyone told me it wasn't funny enough. Directed by the Fairley Brothers, there was a lot of talk around this movie simply based on the casting. Or rather, who was going to be cast. Get this, the original lineup was Benicio Del Toro as Moe, Sean Penn as Larry, and Jim Carrey as Curly, who reportedly even started putting on weight for the role. For one reason or another, though, each actor had to drop out of the movie, resulting in, well, not Benicio Del Toro, Sean Penn, and Jim Carrey. Instead, what we got was Sean Hayes, Will Sasso, and Christian Matapos, who, to their credit, were all decent choices, but man, where's that parallel universe where the world got to see this? Maybe it was for the best, because the overall reaction to the movie was not great. And that was frustrating because, according to many fans, it could have been great. Many people acknowledge not only how well the actors got down the personalities and slapstick of the Stooges, but how well the movie at times did capture the spirit of the original shorts. It just sadly combined with the Fairley brothers, shall we say, past their prime? And also painfully dated tie-ins like, I'm sure you've heard, Jersey Shore. Yes, obviously this trio that survived decades with timeless comedy and no doubt will survive decades more, clearly team up perfectly with what your overtanned aunt and uncle used to call dope. But like I said, I am a Stooge fan, so I am curious to see what legit works in this movie and what I've heard discussed in Infamous Legend has not. So let's take this sick day to make myself even sicker by finally watching the Three Stooges movie. It opens on a stoogy enough intro with the theme music playing and a title card indicating this is their first adventure. And I do mean first as it takes place right after they're born. Everybody inside! Come on, time for your chores! Wow, I'm really not well yet because I swear that looks like Larry David as a nun. What do you think this is, the sound of music? It is! It is Larry David as a nun! Give him credit, this is definitely a movie that's gonna make some choices. You gotta hear us out! Three's rendition of Annie, or is this a really bonkers way to start a Three Stooges movie? Shut up! Enough with the singing! While trying to figure out what film this is, a car literally drops off three orphans, reminding the audience, oh yeah, Three Stooges flick. <laughs> to be fair, if they came out my cooch doing that, I'd probably toss them too. Will you please go tell the boys come down for lunch? The film continues its random casting of nuns with Jane Lynch and Jennifer Hudson. Jesus, they're making Mandalorian's casting look subtle. As the boys unsurprisingly cause chaos as they get older. Anesthetic. 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 15 milligrams. 5, 10, 15. Why do I 
feel like this is gonna be like Hocus Pocus 2, where the kid portion that's usually the lamest part in movies is gonna be the best part. Seriously, it's kind of crazy how good these boys are. I'm your guy. How long's he got? Hmm? He's taking chemo, right? Don't worry, separating them won't be a big deal. He's the only one that's not a brother. Maybe he was adopted. Wait, they're all adopted. How is this supposed to work? Well, who's this? Hi, my name's Teddy. All right, Teddy, get in line with the others. I take it this Ted wants to ride our clout too? Oh, this is gonna be a day you'll never forget. Thankfully, the parents are just as sadistic as the boys as the father tells Teddy to tell Mo he's been adopted. You fellas mind if I have something to remember you by? You name it, Mo. You know, I'll just say it. Can we have a resurgence of comedians retelling their lives as kids? I don't think we knew how to do it back in the day. Maybe still don't. Those guys really mean a lot to you, don't they? They're all I've ever had. Mo convinces his new parents that life just isn't complete without Larry and Curly, so rather than separate them all, they take Teddy. Forget it! It was a bad idea! Okay, I'm kinda digging this movie's mean-spiritedness. Years go by and the children grow up into, well, man-children. Still causing trouble at the orphanage. You got something to say? Show her who's boss. Okay, that's not bad. I'm not gonna lie, this film's doing okay so far. The slapstick is decent, the dialogue gets a few laughs. Why don't you go buy a toupee with some brains in it? Even the puppy-eyed kid characters who are usually death in movies like this, they get a few giggles. You think you're the only kid in the world who ever watched his parents drown and got sent to an orphanage had his only brother dragged away kicking and screaming? Dude, it happens. Oh, when's that storm cloud of Jersey Shore gonna ruin this movie? The orphanage will be forced to close down at the end of the month. We get a classic Stooge scenario with the orphanage about to be closed down and the Stooges volunteering to get the money, despite them only having 30 days. We'll climb out. We'll forge rivers. We'll forge checks. Well, admittedly, not every joke works. A lot more do than I expected. Even ones that sound like they'd be dated like a Foster's commercial joke end up turning in a pretty good Stooge bit. The children will be sent to foster homes. That's Australian for beer. Would you like that in a bottle or a mug? I'll take it in the mug. You got it. I don't know. I'm about 25 minutes in and I'm having a pretty good time. I'm gonna let I'm gonna Okay, cutting off the first song was funny, but cutting off anything Jamper Hudson starts, that's a war crime. We begin part two, and I do mean begin. It's almost like a completely different movie gets going here. Do we really have to knock him off? His father made me sign a prenup. Seriously, do we need to change the title card to this? As the Stooges looking for money interrupt this couple's scheme. I'm sure this'll go nowhere. In the wrong hands, this thing could be dangerous. I think that's what these three actors said after reading the script. I'll pay you $830,000 for a job that won't take you more than 10 minutes. One of the scheme hatchers named Lydia, played by Sofia Vergara, approaches the three of them with an offer that if they bump off her husband, she'll pay them what they need. Craig Bierko plays the supposed husband, pretending he has a fatal disease and wants to be killed quickly and by surprise. The Stooges help out, of course, messing up the plan, giving both a mix of really bad, but also really good slapstick. Bad. Good. Bad. Good. Good plus callback. Okay, I guess this works. You look like you could use a grief massage. I hear this is called the Biden. We want the do-re-me, you owe us, lady. They demand the money, only to discover he's still alive and in the hospital. It'll be easy pickings to slide a pillow over the poor slump's face and give him the surprise send-off he wanted. Boy, Hitman became a much sillier game after Job Simulator took it over. <laughs> they dress up like doctors and nurses, again a callback to the original shorts, but they wander into the wrong room and have to change a bunch of babies' diapers. Why do I feel like this is where the quality's gonna drop? Raise your hand, who wants to go first? <laughs> 
Well, I hope you found that funny because it's the next three minutes. Here it is. <laughs> yeah, not only is this pretty lame, but Curly's looking like a serial killer. Why would you think a piss-stained Will Sasso in drag wouldn't look scary? What is going on? This is for not leaving a good enough franchise alone. Not that we should talk. They stumble upon the room of the injured phony and try to finish the job. Well, it's been a bad week for Lenny the Lion. Hey, will you keep it down? We're trying to get another subplot going. He's turtling. Buttonhead, you got any dynamite? Okay, seriously, when did Mo, Larry, and Curly become Mr. Pink, Mr. Orange, and Mr. Brown? The dynamite doesn't work, and the faker says he no longer has the disease, so he doesn't want to be killed. Their mannequins are chased out of the hospital. No, really, how's the Three Stooges movie giving me this much nightmare fuel? And guess who they literally fall on? Teddy, from the orphanage, Teddy. You remember, Mo, I went home with your parents. Oh yeah, plot five, I think? Man, is this movie disjointed. I feel like every second something is gonna interrupt. Factor is ready to take on the evils of fall. That's right, you see all those leaves turning? Turning the color of hell. It's no good, Fall. We're on to you. With the busy fall season just around the corner, you might be looking for wholesome, convenient meals for jam-packed days. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up with fast, chef-prepared, dietitian approved ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and stay on track with your healthy lifestyle. Yeah, vacation's over, Fall says. Time to go back to work or school or a third thing. Factor's got you covered, man. Too busy with your end-of-summer goals to cook, but want to make sure you're eating well, well factor skip the extra trip to the grocery store and the shopping prepping and cleaning up too and skip fall you suck fall you're the devil or you can still be getting the flavor and nutritional quality you need factors fresh never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes so all you have to do is heat and enjoy then get back to crushing your goals like you crush those satan leaves when they're on the ground stupid fall looking for calorie conscious options ahead of your busy season try delicious dietitian approved calorie smart meals with around or less than 550 calories per serve that's good you're good we're good. Fall's not good. Fall's a butt. Round out your meal and replenish your snack supply with an assortment of 45-plus add-ons, including breakfast items like our delicious apple cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites, and more. I love more. More is delicious. Better than fall. Fall's not more. Fall killed my family. I can't prove that, but we all know it. We all know it, Fall. Wow, I need to calm down. No, I don't. Head to factormeals.com slash nostalgia50 and use the code nostalgia50 to get 50% off. That's code nostalgia50 at factormeals.com slash nostalgia50 to get 50% off. Fall. Fall. Ah! Doug plays God of War for the first time every Friday on Twitch. We also have content five days a week. Hope to see you there. Teddy offers to help the Stooges, but Mo turns him down, still feeling a lot of resentment, never realizing he's the husband Lydia wants to have bumped off. I'm thinking of inviting them to our anniversary party. Yeah, they look like they're a lot of fun. Okay, so I will admit, at the halfway point, I can't say this movie is awful, but it's losing me. There's so many random subplots that are trying to tie its way into the main story, but just come across as rushed or sloppy. In the 20 minutes, sure, this could maybe work in an hour and a half movie. This is getting a little tiring. Like, I don't know, what are the Stooges gonna do next? Literally shout out anything, you won't get it right. They'll become farmers. <laughs> Farming, we will go. Of course, farming, cause you know. I mean, I hope you do, because I sure don't. Jonesy, you gotta hold still in order to get a drink. Special guest director Salvador Dali took over production, I guess. Steamboat fish. 
to get chased down by police for farming fish on a golf course. At this point, yes, that is a sentence I thought I would say during this film. And they stumble into a theater where Larry and Curly finally say Mo should have stuck with his family. This causes a big rift between them that, writing-wise, doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Why do you think we never got another shot at getting adopted again? It's because when you messed it up that day, you messed it up for all of us. Um, what? But their acting here does still kind of sell it. Well, what are you waiting for? Go on, scram! I bet you two earthworms won't last a day without me. You buy Mo thinks he let his brothers down but can't admit it, so he pushes them farther away. The logic doesn't make a lot of sense, but the emotion does. What an original way to showcase your personality. But of course, this was all an audition without them even knowing it. You know what? Fine. Whatever. I'm used to these dumb segues by this point, as long as it leads to something funny. You are the newest cast member of the world's number one rated reality show. So it begins. Yep, this is when everybody's favorite part of the movie gets going, but even that's interrupted by another subplot involving a lion at a zoo and our two schemers still trying to get the Stooges. And in case you're wondering, yes, you could totally cut this out and not miss a damn thing. Okay, I legit did not have giving the Heimlich to a dolphin shooting out a peanut hitting a lion in the balls on my bingo card. You still got some surprises, movie. They're not funny, but they are surprises. Oh, here's the end of Civilization, by the way. This guy can't even buy the right kind of grated cheese. I asked for Romano, not Parmesan, you mook. Okay, movie, I could just show my shingles again if I needed a quick gross out. It doesn't take much talent. By the way, why are you even on our show? What are you, crazy? That's assault. Are you kidding me? Who does this? Well, I for one am shocked the cast of Jersey Shore can't act. They clearly need a talk from Tom Brady's acting coach. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. I'm not leaving. His acting coach being LeBron James. Where is everybody? Larry and Curly return to the orphanage empty-handed, only to find Murph is still ill and they don't have the health insurance to treat her. To make things worse, it looks like this is all the Stooges' fault. You wombats have caused so many accidents, there's not a company on this earth who'll cover us until we pay the $830,000! We haven't had it this bad since we lost our house insurance with that Keaton boy! <laughs> Curly and Larry just... Watch Mo after discovering all this. Yeah, I don't really know what the movie's doing right now. We're just watching Mo beat up the Jersey Shore people, which on paper, I guess, sounds a little funny seeing these people everyone hates get beat up, but it just feels so forced and phony. The two styles are so different. Rather than offset each other, they're just off. We got to know Mo, Larry, and Curly, so it's fun to see them put their all into their slapstick. But if you haven't watched Jersey Shore because you value your life, there's no interest or passion behind any of this. A lot of it's just awkward, like this third helping of nightmare fuel the movie's giving. <laughs> because there's not enough random casting in this, here's Piyama. I'm sorry, sir, but the clown college is on the ninth floor. Actually, we're here to figure out why you and Francis really left the ranch in season six. Yeah, it was completely out of nowhere. And they tried to talk to Teddy's father. Told us the whole story about why you dropped him back off. He wanted us to go back for you two. They find out from him that Mo wanted to return as a kid because he missed Larry and Curly. But hell with that, we have more amazing Jersey Shore acting. Great, just great. So basically, what you're saying is this whole show is all about the ratings? Okay, you're making the acting on Pawn Stars look believable. You guys seen Bob Dylan? No, man. You know where he's at? There he is. Hey, Mr. Dylan. Huh. That was really happening, guys. It's all real. Larry and Curly meet up with Mo and they make amends in their own way. You know that woman who wanted us to take out her husband? She's married to Teddy! I knew I smelled <laughs> Yeah, they always smile when they're afraid. See why them getting hurt feels so phony? 
Speaking of phony, they figure out that Lydia is a phony and is most likely going to kill Teddy at their anniversary party. A party that, yes, has acting about as on par as the Jersey Shore cast. Can we please go upstairs and play in Teddy's game room? Go play with the balloons! But my stupid brother popped all the balloons. This is the last one. Okay. Producer's kid or director's kid? Really? I was just kidding! <laughs> the Stooges skate in on poodles because... You're not gonna question it at this point, and they disguise themselves as balloon men, of course giving it to a small kid who floats away. Hey, uh, short stack. You float down! Those three idiots are here! The Kardashian girls? <laughs> Big talk from a film that probably had them as their first choice before the Jersey Shore cast. Somebody help her! <laughs> the kid ends up falling in the cake, drawing attention to the three of them, so they quickly make their way to Teddy who it looks like has been drugged. Why am I still in bed if the party's going on? Because the people who directed Dumb and Dumber did this and they only like endings where everyone's in a fancy bright room with a gun. I was calling the shots. Teddy's father reveals he was the one behind everything and thankfully this lame green screen compliments this lame exposition. Unfortunately, when your mom passed away, she left everything to you. So you were just using me to do your dirty work. Hey, remember when this was about saving an orphanage? Like, how did all this stuff find its way into this movie? <laughs> Curly's rat scares them off into a river as the car fills with water. How could this possibly get any worse? Hell, screw the orphanage plot. Remember when this used to be a Three Stooges movie? Like, it started out that way and then they didn't know what to do, so they're like, hey, here's some leftover Bill Murray jokes from Osmosis Jones, I guess. Eh, give him credit, at least it's not a fart lighting joke. Of course that saves the day! I guess I could ask, why aren't they burned? But water, duh. Thus, the bad guys are arrested. In a cute twist, Teddy doesn't give them the money to save the orphanage because he blames the orphanage for handing them over to such a monster, which is kind of a good point. And the orphanage seems to close down. They get around it, though, by turning the place into an orphanage and spa. A very pervy orphanage and spa. The network is taking the liberty of paying off the orphanage's debts and building the new complex. And you three will be the stars of our next big reality show. What do you say? I say this is unforgivably stupid, but I can smell those credits around the corner, so end this. <laughs> Oh, wait, not before the Fairley Brothers. Yeah, they're saying this is them. That's actually pretty funny. <laughs> Try to ruin all the fun you just had. Kids, do not poke anyone in the eye. This movie's all about fun and games, so please play safe at home. Giving up on your iconic trio halfway through your film, though, that's totally fine. Because, yeah, that's what it feels like. The movie started out honestly really fun, keeping true to the spirit of the Stooges while also having its own strange spin on things. But as it kept going, it felt more and more desperate as well as more and more forced. I will admit the movie did have a lot more laughs in it than I was expecting, but they weren't enough to make it a satisfactory flick. When the jokes don't work, they're not annoying, I guess. Even the Jersey Shore ones, honestly, could have been worse. But they certainly are lame and more than overpowered what did work in the flick. If you're a Stooge fan and want to see it for the one-third a movie that's decent, you might like it okay. But if you're looking for something that would have been worth these three being in it, then don't be a victim of circumstance. I'm the Nostalgia Critic, and hopefully you'll be seeing my ugly mug next week. Bye-bye. I asked for Romano, not Parmesan, you mook. This month for Cameos for Charity, we're doing Kids Rank. We've worked with them before, and let me tell you, this is a wonderful organization. Kids Rank engages military-connected children with youth in hands-on, skill-building projects and volunteer opportunities designed to encourage resilience through their core pillars, connect, lead, and serve. 
As a Navy brat myself, it can be hard to move from place to place, and Kids Rank is there to make sure there's always somebody there for them. So if you want a cameo of me saying happy birthday or good luck or whatever, click on the link below and be giving to a good cause. If you're like, nah, I hate you, well, consider checking out this organization anyway. It's wonderful people that do wonderful work. Check them out and either donate, volunteer, or just spread the word about the fantastic things they do.